the Quicksilver card, which a lot of people are having trouble with because mm. they do what they call bucketing. And what that means is that they will uh, take a snapshot of your credit profile and your credit score at the time that you sign up and pretty much keep you at that for the lifetime of that credit card product. And so if you had a bad credit score or yeah. bad uh, profile, uh, unsavory profile, then you basically could get you couldn't get anywhere. You would only be relegated to, you know, $100 increases and you have like a, a kind of a hard cap of like, let's say $2,000 or $5,000. So a lot of people were having trouble with that. Hey, what's going on guys? Calvin Russell here, credit specialist for the 8020 podcast. Super excited to bring you guys this young man that I have been watching for quite some time. And listen, guys, if you guys watch me, you most definitely should be watching his YouTube channel as well, okay? Uh now, of course, we dabble and talk about, you know, credit cards and as we have over the years, but here's the thing, guys. I want to start bringing you guys a fresh, different perspective. And it may not necessarily be different than mine, but people that study these, these aspects um, as it comes to credit cards. Okay, guys? So, of course, I couldn't think of anyone else uh, that I would rather have talk about this subject than Mr. Cal Barton, as he's going to uh, go into today on how you guys can go about increasing your credit limits the right way. So, of course, I want to bring uh, Cal on. Cal, can you hear me okay? Yes. Yes, Calvin. Yep. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, first off, man, thanks again for being here today. I know uh, you got a busy schedule, you know, with life and business, things of that sort. So, of course, we greatly appreciate you uh, just taking out the time, man, you know, uh, for making it, you know, for us today. We greatly appreciate that. Listen, it's my first podcast. It's so um, uh, good to be here. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into this discussion. Yes. Yes, man. Let's do it. So, of course, I know many people came out here today, right? to learn more about how they can uh, improve or increase essentially the their credit card credit limit increases uh, you know, in general. And you are the guy to go to you know, for that. But before we dive all the way into it, I most definitely want people to know just a little bit about the man behind the camera. So first off, Cal, uh, let's go ahead and talk about what your, <laughs> is your name Cal? Is that short for something or is it is it just Cal? Um, it is officially just Cal, but it's based on my grandfather's name, which is Callahan. Awesome. But uh, that doesn't stop everyone from kind of messing it up, adding letters and calling me Calvin. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just Cal. There you go, guys. So that way you guys know this this is Cal and I'm Calvin. So we can go <laughs> ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. So now, of course, Cal, now, first off, how did you end up even like diving into credit cards and uh, you know and learning about credit cards and credit limit increases in general. How did you find yourself into this niche? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know, I was for years, probably ten plus years, of, I was heavy uh, YouTube watcher, and um, I a few years in, I started getting into the finance space. You know, I saw a few big creators that you might know of as Sebi, uh, mm -hmm. Ben Hedges. Uh, yeah. I got my first credit card. It was like a, a Chase Freedom Unlimited. And um, once I started on kind of the sign-up bonus side, uh, I saw the value there. Uh, I was strictly cashback as in the name of my uh, my website and everything. So after kind of participating for a few years on the personal side um, with the credit cards, I just kind of started dabbling with YouTube. And um, once I was able to get a few videos under my belt, um, I saw a huge reaction to people wanting to increase their limits. 
Um, I personally didn't have a big problem with my limit, and we'll get into why that was. Mm. But um, once I saw people wanted to see that, that's when I started deep diving into just limit increases. Wow. Mm. Man, that's huge. And I, I can only imagine, uh, you know, spending a lot of time just learning about just these one, you know, like just one particular aspect about um, a credit card. And then people wanted to get that information. Um, I do. I know for myself, uh, one of my top videos was, you know, how to get a credit uh, limit increase with um, American Express. And, you know, because I had clients that I was helping, you know, kind of do that, you know, at that time. So I most definitely saw the benefits of giving people that information. Uh, but there are a lot of people who really can gain just from that knowledge alone, man. So that that's honestly huge. So, OK, awesome. Awesome. So now let's go into it because I know people, man, they got their pens out. They got their notepads out. They want the information. All right. So let's mm -hmm. so go ahead and give us, you know, your I believe you said three steps to going into how to in, uh, increase your credit card uh, limit in Increase. Let's go into it. Yeah, so there's three major steps that if I was against condense all the strategies down into three major steps, um, you know, one is going to be your income. Uh, banks and credit card issuers really like to see a strong, healthy income, uh, and they're usually going to give you roughly 10% uh, of that income. Now, we can talk about other strategies, kind of like, you know, uh, one of them would be uh, kind of like a sub strategy would be to use your household income as opposed to your just your personal income and always include like side hustle income if you have like a, a side gig, Uber, things like that. Um, then number two would be um, spending more. So uh, one major way that credit card issuers make money is through interchange fees that they charge the merchant. So every time you spend, regardless of whether you have an annual fee or you pay interest or um, there's some, some sort of other fees, Every time you you swipe that card or tap that card, however you pay, they're going to be making between one to three percent on that transaction. So they want to see you spending, spending hard and and yeah. frequently. And then the third major step um, that would be uh, your relationship. And so you want to be establishing a strong relationship with that bank. And there's there's a bunch of different ways to do that, and some of them are more. You know, uh, you might want to prioritize more than others, but you really want to be showing the bank or credit card issuer that you are with them using their products for a long period of time. And that's going to make them more willing to extend more credit to you. Wow. Wow. Man, that's huge, man. That, that really is. Now, let's talk about that. Actually, I want I want to kind of stretch this out a bit because there are a lot of people that fill out a credit card application. And when they get to the income section, they probably get a little hesitant, okay? And let's talk about that. So now when you say income, what income should a person put on a credit card application? Yeah, so you're gonna wanna start, if you're single, that's really, you know, and you're you're fully independent, there's nothing you can really do to change that income. Yeah. But you, you definitely wanna make sure that you're including every ounce of income that you made in the past year um, and that can include a you know, yard sale or selling on eBay. A lot of people do that. Um, mm -hmm. Or again, side gigs. If you're working TaskRabbit, you know, any sort of deliveries that you do. A lot of people are into side hustles. So you want to include all that. Um, and then I think a big hack that people don't take advantage of is that we're living with people. We're sharing, we're essentially shelling or sharing incomes. And yeah. so there's somebody that may be depositing money into your account or you go half and half on the utility bills. 
Um, and if you're doing that, uh, then you can include their income into your total uh, income that you put on the credit card application. And um, uh, it, it's really the, I believe it was first of kind of made known in the card act. I believe that came into effect in 09. And that pretty much says that um, it, it was an initiative to get people who were like stay at home moms or stay at home dads to yeah. still be eligible for credit card products. Even, you know, they didn't have technically have an income, but they did have a source, which was the breadwinner of the family in that situation. Wow, man. And that's, you know, you no, know, you're absolutely right, especially with that recent credit card act. I think that was 2009 and uh, with the Obama administration. And, you know, you hit it right on the head, um, you know, with the, the head of the household. So, I mean, I mean, that's huge. I had no I mean, even I didn't know that, you know, if there are people that you're essentially like you just mentioned, um, when mm -hmm. you're living with people and you're sharing incomes and to have that additional income, you know, be added to uh, the credit card application. I think that's huge, man. All right. And then let's go into. The second piece, you mentioned relationship. I think that's huge. I've been talking about relationships for uh, quite some time, um, mm -hmm. you know, especially you know, when people ask people are rebuilding their credit. But let's go dive you know, deeper into that as it pertains to, you know, a credit limit increase. So now mm -hmm. when a person has a relationship, let's say with, um, you know, a credit union, for example, uh, or what tips could you give in general, you know, as it pertains to bank relationships? Yeah, I would say that you would want to look at because every bank and issuer, they're going to have different products that they offer. Um, I would pay close attention first at, to uh, what they're um, advertising towards you. What are they actively trying to get you to sign up for? What does the email newsletter say? What That means that they're actively pushing those products for a reason because they're they're greatly benefiting from them. They're profiting off of those products. You know, oftentimes you might see a balance transfer. And so if you are, I tell people, if you're in a situation where you could use some of these products, it would be a good use for you, then go ahead and use it with the issuer that you're trying to increase the limit with. So if you could, you know, consolidate other past credit card debts into that one, mm. uh, you know, uh, bank, then do that. That's going to put a lot of positive marks on their internal system, whatever system they have internally. They're going to be tracking, you know, all these data points on you to uh, to say, OK, they've been with us for six months or a year or two years, which looks great. But are they actively, you know, using our products, making us right. more money? Um, and then there's some other things, you know, obviously you want to direct deposit your, you know, your pay stubs or I'm sorry, your 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 checks into the bank. Yeah. Um, Another product product changes uh, would be another way. So if you have a credit card, like for example, I did a video on uh, the Quicksilver card, which a lot of people are having trouble with because mm. they do what they call bucketing. And what that means is that they will uh, take a snapshot of your credit profile and your credit score at the time that you sign up and pretty much keep you at that for the lifetime of that credit card product. And so if you had a bad credit score, or yeah. bad uh, profile, uh, unsavory profile, then you basically get you couldn't get anywhere. You would only be relegated to you know one hundred dollar increases, and you have like a, a kind of a hard cap of like let's say two thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. So a lot of people were having trouble with that. Um, but uh, in that situation, you would need to uh, sign up for a completely new credit card account. You would have to basically mm. leave that behind. Um, but yeah, so just using all of their uh, products that they offer, it could be CDs, it could be 
um, you know, business, you know, checking accounts, maybe, uh, maybe a paid checking account as well. Um, and, and that will kind of strengthen your relationship with that bank. Wow, man. Listen, guys, I hope you guys are writing this stuff down. OK, so again, he dropped so many nuggets, you know, just within that short period of time. And some of you guys may already be doing some of these things. So, again, that's going into making sure you have direct deposit with that bank that you're building that relationship with, seeing what other products they may have. You know, man, this is, you know, I think that a lot of times people, they hear this information, but it's really a couple things, timing and where the information comes from. And, you know, I know people like us, people, they, they watch our YouTube videos and they, they trust us. They trust the brand that we build. But at the end of the day, guys, you guys got to put action behind the game plan. We're, you know, this is the plan. So put these things into action. That's for sure. That's for sure. But I do want to stretch out a little bit, Cal. And, this, you know, and let me know if, if we got enough time to do this. You mentioned um, bucketing. So now what now what does that mean? As it, is that just a capital one thing or is that just something that credit cards in general? You know, that's a good question. I I see it closely associated with Capital One, but I'm pretty sure this is a a widespread phenomenon. Um, you know, it, it it has deeper roots and technically in like uh banking. I've seen it described as uh you know, uh, there's a technical term for it. Uh, yeah. I would have to to kind of look it look, up. Okay. Look a little yeah. deeper. But it it bucketing it just it really just keeps a person down or, you know, you can be in a bad bucket, but you can also be in a good bucket. You know, for me, for example, uh, when I initially signed up for my Capital One Quicksilver card, I had a $15,000 limit. Mm. Um, I quickly learned that that was a sort of a rarity uh, because of, (laughs) because I had so much negative attention online once I started talking about it. Yeah. And um, I have no problem, you know, increasing that limit three times in six months. I, I go into detail about that. Or product changing into the Venture X card, which is their top tier premium travel card, and um, wow. you know, and right now that limits at uh, twenty three thousand dollars. But um, it wow that sick that indicates that I'm in a one of their top tier buckets, and they have no problem throwing yeah. higher limits at me. Uh, but it it basically means that there's little that you can do to get out of that uh, very narrow. Uh, you know, credit limit, credit limit increase, uh, you know, bumps that they'll give you, it'll be very, very small. So instead of having, for me, I'll get a $1,000 limit increase. And for people in a lower bucket, they'll get a $100 limit increase, which people are furious about when they see. (laughs) Um, And that's really what it means. Wow, man. No, you're absolutely right. Especially when you mentioned um, you know, Quicksilver. And I didn't, man, that, I mean, that's huge because so many people that end up, you know, upgrading from the Capital One Platinum to the Capital One Quicksilver, because that's, no, that's the upgrade between those two. And, you know, on average, no, seriously, you'll see people with a $1,000, um, maybe 3000 but never starting out at 15000 you know, so uh, that's for sure. And, um, but, but it's like you mentioned, you know, where a person starts at their credit profile, even if it's not the best, that's what they have on file. Because when you think about it, they haven't they haven't been authorized to run your credit since then. You know, so I mean that makes that makes a lot of sense. Okay, awesome, awesome. So now, also to Cal, let's say for example, a person wants to learn more about 
um, you know, increasing or getting just uh, a higher limit on their credit cards, how could they learn uh, more from you? Where can we what can we find you at? Yeah, so definitely they could find me at calbartoncashback.com. Um, on that homepage, you're going to see uh, an easily, you know, an easy form to sign up and and get access to a cheat sheet where you can uh, kind of learn the 12 big steps to our strategies to increase your credit limit with any credit card product. Wow. Okay. And then just for our audience, just so they know, because you know, we know we got some ballers watching this, uh, but what's the cost of that cheat sheet? It's completely free. It's totally free. Man. Yeah. So you have no problem to taking a look at that and um, kind of, awesome. yeah, get, increasing your limit. It's, it's good stuff in there. There you go, guys. Listen, you most definitely want to grab this cheat sheet, okay, to increase your credit limit, guys. You most definitely want to go ahead and grab that. Uh, and again, you know, this is information that it took years to put together from someone who actually has done it. So this isn't things that you guys could just go out and go try to do. These are things that are actually working right now, okay? So this is huge, guys. This is huge. And then, Cal, real quick, is there anything that you want to leave the audience with before we wrap up today? Um, you know, one thing that comes to mind, uh, hopefully this resonates, that uh, credit card issuers are always changing their criteria internally. This is yeah. a lot of stuff. You know, the, this is one thing that a lot of people kind of misconstrue as a misnomer, that you can look at one piece of information, it's always going to be true, Credit card issuers will change their, you know, uh, qualifications for their minimum credit score. They'll change the maximum credit limit of a credit card product. And just be mindful that you kind of have to keep up to date. Um, and this is why I talk about these things, because it's it's an ever-changing environment. And I'll, I'll keep you up to date on those things. Awesome. No, man, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, thanks again so much. And guys, I hope you guys wrote that down. Credit card companies, they change the requirements. They These things update because, you know, and why is that? Economy changes. Uh, people's buying habits change. People's credit habits change. Um, you know, so they got to most definitely, you know, stay abreast of that uh, information um, as well. So again, thanks again, Kyle. We greatly appreciate you taking out your time throughout the day, uh, you know, to give us those those nuggets. Listen, man, we got to have you back. I'm yeah. sure the audience is most definitely going to want to have you back. And of course, you know, when that time comes, we'll let everyone know about this as well, too. And guys, go ahead and stop doing stop what you're doing right now. Like this video if you guys like it. That's if fun. you want to share it, share it. And be sure to subscribe as we got nothing but great content well on the way. And be sure to check out Kyle's uh, uh, YouTube channel as well, too, uh, so you guys can get more information on how to get those credit limit increases you guys deserve. We'll see you guys on the next video. Have a good one. All right.